In honor of President's Day, we're talking Mount Rushmore of Penn State football on today's edition of Locked On Nittany Lions. You are Locked On Nittany Lions, your daily podcast on the Penn State Nittany Lions, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome into the brand new edition of Locked On Nittany Lions on this Monday, February 15th. 2021. How was your Valentine's Day? Hope it was good. Just a reminder that today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON. You'll get 20% off your next order. My name is Kevin McGuire, host here of the Locked On Nittany Lions podcast, right here on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And of course, we're talking Penn State football, and we're going to have a lot of fun this week because today we're going to have a little fun with a traditional sports radio topic that probably gets a little nauseating, if I'm being honest, but I figured let's spend some time today having some fun, kind of uh, taking a breather from all the news and stuff that's out there and talk about what I feel should be your Mount Rushmore of Penn State football. We're going to span some generations throughout the course of the program's history. I'm going to give you the four names I feel should be on your Mount Rushmore of Penn State football, and I look forward to seeing what you guys have to say afterwards. But of course, we get before we get into all that stuff, I want to remind you guys to make sure you are subscribed to this podcast on all of your favorite podcasting apps, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Radio.com, whatever you're using to listen to podcasts. And I know there's many more of you that are probably tuning in for the first time. First of all, welcome to you. But whatever way you are accessing to the podcast today or any day, make sure you are subscribed so you get the latest episodes delivered straight to you as soon as they hit the podcasting feed. And of course, ratings and reviews will really help us out as we can continue to move forward and continue to expand this podcast moving forward. Lots of exciting things to look forward to here in 2021. I've got some details that we can share a little bit later on, not today, but just keep an eye out. We've got some big stuff happening behind the scenes. And of course, you can also stay connected with us on all of our social media platforms. We're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitch, all using the same username of Locked On Nittany. All right, so a couple guidelines for how I put together a Mount Rushmore. Uh, so first of all, I'm only focusing on players that played for Penn State. So yes, if you're putting together a Penn State Mount Rushmore, it's pretty impossible to do so without Joe Paterno, but we're just going to focus on players and just stick to players that wore uniform, played on the field, all that good stuff. So, okay, we got that out of the way. So no, no disrespect to Joe Paterno or anything like that, but we're going to focus solely on players here. And I don't really have many more guidelines outside of that uh, because I'm just focusing on players. I'm looking for players that have made a lasting impact on the program and try to find a way to figure out exactly which players are worthy of being on here. And it's very easy for me to come up with the first player that should be on this list. And that is because he is the only Heisman Trophy winner in program history. And I figure a program that is as storied as Penn State, when you have only one Heisman Trophy winner, if you're putting together your Mount Rushmore, he has to be on there. And I'm going to put him up as the first face on our Penn State Mount Rushmore. That would be John Capaletti. This is an absolute no-brainer, right? Because you're talking about a school that has had so many great running backs over the years, but only one has taken home the ultimate prize as far as individual awards in college football is concerned. And that, of course, is the Heisman Trophy. It is the most iconic individual award, not just in college football, but I think in all of sports. Okay, do you honestly know what the MVP trophy for Major League Baseball looks like? 
or the MVP trophy for the NBA or whatever trophy they hand out to the NFL's most valuable player? I'm going to guess, unless you're a diehard of any of those sports, the answer is probably no. You have no idea what the MVP trophy looks like for any of those major sports that are out there. But I guarantee you, you have struck the Heisman pose at least once in your life, right? And you know what the Heisman trophy is. You know it just by looking at it. And the fact that John Capaletti is the only player that has brought that trophy back with him to Penn State, that cements his spot on my Mount Rushmore. And I don't really think there's really any disputing this. So I'm not going to go all in depth on defending my pick for uh, John Capaletti. I think we all understand that if you're the only Heisman Trophy winner in program history, yeah, you're going to be on Mount Rushmore. There's no question about that. It, you know, Penn State is not a school that has six or seven Heisman Trophy winners like Ohio State or Alabama or USC or Notre Dame. So it gets to be a little bit slimmer pickings when you're talking about a Mount Rushmore. But you've got, you've got the only Heisman Trophy. Yeah, that's an automatic onto my list of Mount Rushmore players as far as Penn State's concerned. So there you go. Now, coming up in our next segment, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of the players that are going to identify more on the defensive side of my Mount Rushmore. And I feel like I've got a couple good names coming your way, coming up in our next segment here on Locked On Nittany Lions as we put together our Mount Rushmore of Penn State football players. And I have to guess that when you found out I was talking about Mount Rushmore, odds are pretty good that you felt like it was a pretty safe bet that John Capaletti was going to be on there. I didn't have any odds posted, but if I did, I probably would have gone to betonline.ag and see what they would have said of the odds that John Capaletti would be on my Mount Rushmore. I'm going to guess it would be a home run, easy pick. Uh, They would probably not even be considered to be on the board. But BetOnline has the fastest and easiest way to make sure you're betting on all the sports action. It doesn't matter if you're looking for some NBA action, some college hoops, or the NHL. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV shows. They've got real-time updated odds and props on just about anything you can possibly imagine. Maybe outside of John Capaletti being on my Penn State route, Rushmore. But BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it's the best way to place bets, and it is totally free to sign up. So head to the website, betonline.ag, use your mobile device, sign up today, get a 50% welcome bonus on top of your first deposit, and guess what? There is no limit on what that 50% bonus is. It doesn't matter what your first deposit is, they're going to give you 50% off or 50% addition to your first deposit, but you have to use the promo code Locked On. It's the best deal in online sports betting today. So go to Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. If you're looking for a daily sports fix to get your day started, look no further than Locked On Today. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our brand new Locked On Today podcast hosted by Peter Bukowski. It's a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from all of our local experts across the Locked On Podcast Network. So start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today, wherever you get your podcasts. And hey, while you're at it, make sure you're subscribed to Locked On Nathan Lions and leave those ratings and reviews for both. Uh, Help us out. Help us grow, continue to grow these shows and make them something you want to continue coming back to. Now let's get back to our Penn State Mount Rushmore. Previous segment, I put up the only Heisman Trophy winner to bring home the hardware to Penn State. That, of course, was John Capaletti. So now let's go to the other side of the football because I do have one more offensive player. I'm going to name him in the final segment. But we got to focus on the defense because when you talk about Penn State, 
you're talking about a school that prides itself on being known as linebacker U. Now, I know that the term linebacker U has been uh, taken by a number of different schools over the years, and it's kind of challenged. But you know what? There's one thing that you can say about Penn State. Even if they're not sending off the best linebackers to the NFL, you know that those linebackers that play in a Penn State uniform are going to be a force to be reckoned with. They are always going to be around the football. They're going to be tough to get by because they are going to be ball hawkers and they're going to bring down so many different tackles throughout the course of the season. Now, when I think about the players that I would put on my Mount Rushmore, I have to put in not just one linebacker, but I'm putting two linebackers in there and it's going to kind of span the generations. Okay. Because I'm going with one of the old school guys, Jack Ham, obviously a legend of the game, not just at Penn state, but of course in the NFL, uh, making a case for why Penn state was originally known as linebacker. Yo, there's no disputing the fact that he is one of the key defensive players from the older generation of college football as Penn state was really hitting its stride. Uh, of course, under Joe Paterno and becoming one of those national powerhouses. So, yeah, I'm going to go a little bit more old school, uh, keeping in line with the whole idea of John Capaletti in there. We're going old school, early Joe Paterno era, and we're putting Jack Ham in the mix as a obvious choice, I feel, for our Mount Rushmore of Penn State football players. But if we're going a little bit more recent and not totally more recent, but, uh, you know, Big Ten era recent, we got to go with LeVar Arrington. Right? Is there any question where I'm going with that? LeVar Arrington is a guy that, you know, he was a freak when it comes to the athleticism he had. Uh, you know, the LeVar leap the uh, you know against Illinois. That's one of his signature plays. But there was a tenacity that LeVar Arrington brought to the football field every time he was out there. He wasn't necessarily your typical Penn State linebacker. He was a little bit more athletic. He was doing a few more freakish things that hadn't really been seen from a Penn State linebacker and really hasn't been seen since. Now, I know Micah Parsons was kind of uh, on that track, and you know, he certainly uh, has a case to be made maybe years from now as we look back on things. But, you know, LeVar Arrington was on the cover of Sports Illustrated <laughs> as Penn State was one of the top teams in the country, at least in those preseason rankings. But we all know how those seasons went. But I think that when you talk about some of the best defensive players to come through Penn State, it has to include LeVar Arrington. So while I'm going with Jack Ham as the more traditional old school name, I'm going to keep it a little bit more modern and throw in LeVar Arrington to the conversation. So I feel like that's a pretty good way to represent the whole mentality of linebacker you. And I really do feel it has a an easy case to be made that these are two of the most iconic linebackers to come through at Penn State. Say what you will about a guy like Paul Puzlesny, a guy who literally you know, hurt himself in the Orange Bowl against Florida State, wanted to gut it out, uh, had to watch from the sidelines. Team captain, all that good stuff. Sean Connor, or I'm sorry, Dan Connor, and so many other great linebackers throughout the years. I don't think there's any argument to be made that Jack Ham. LeVar Arrington are going to be neck and neck going back and forth between which one is more deserving. But you know what? I've got four spots on Mount Rushmore. Gave one to the only Heisman Trophy winner. I'm giving two to two of the top linebackers to ever play for a school that likes to call itself a linebacker. You, that leaves me with one spot left to hand out a spot on Mount Rushmore of Penn State football. I'm going to tell you who I'm going to go with coming up in the third and final segment of today's podcast. But before we do that, 
I want to make sure that you are staying on track with your diet. And if you're like me, you're looking for those protein bars that are not necessarily going to just fill you up and kind of taste disgusting doing so. You want something that tastes good and you want something that makes you feel good. And for me, that is clearly the Built Bar. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes just like a chocolate bar. They have so many great flavors. And they're always adding more new flavors to their lineup, including the Coconut Brownie Crunch, which was just introduced recently. That goes on top of some of their old original flavors, like Mint Brownie and Salt Caramel, Orange, Peanut Butter Brownie. I know what you're thinking. These flavors sound impossible to be actually healthy, but you know what? They are. Take a look at the flavor profile for the Cookies and Cream Built Bar. 17 grams protein, 130 calories, 4 grams sugar, 4 grams net carbs. These things are low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. They're great for anyone who's looking to lose or maintain weight. If you're on a keto diet, you can mix them in there as well. Don't believe me? Check them out for yourself. Go to BuiltBar.com and don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON. They're going to save you 20% off your next order. And believe me, you're going to be coming back for these time and time again. So go to BuiltBar.com, use the promo code LOCKEDON, save yourself 20% off your next order. And while supplies last, they'll even throw in a free cooler with your purchase. But just don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. The almost the biggest stories from around college football is Monday's Locked On College Football host Candace Cooper interviews the local experts on all the biggest stories from around the nation. Get the in-depth analysis and insightful breakdowns from those in the know every Monday on Locked On College Football. And subscribe to Locked On College Football wherever you get your podcasts. And I'm going to throw this out there as a quick self-plug on top of that. If you didn't already know, I'm one of the co-hosts of the Thursday edition of Locked On College Football. Fantastic lineup of hosts every day, keeping you in the know with all things college football. Make sure you check out every Monday with Candace Cooper taking a look around the nation. But we're going to close out today's episode of Locked On Nittany Lions by once again putting together the final pieces of our Penn State Mount Rushmore. We've got John Capaletti, only Heisman Trophy winner in Penn State football history. We've got two icons of linebacker U, LeVar Arrington, Jack Ham. We're going to go back to the offense, and we're going to go with a little bit more of the modern look Penn State offense. And while I mentioned before that there is a great lineage of running backs to play at Penn State, if I'm putting together my Mount Rushmore, I'm going to go with the guy that has been the face of the resurgence of Penn State football and the epitome of true class in life beyond Penn State football. And that to me is Saquon Barkley. I don't know if Penn State has seen an athlete that can do the same kinds of things that Saquon Barkley has been able to do during his time at Penn State. And then obviously uh, when he's healthy at the next level in the NFL, I don't know if anybody has even come close to what Saquon Barkley was capable of doing from hurdling defenders to breaking loose for big runs at any given moment. Saquon Barkley had everything that Penn State needed in an offensive running back to run the kind of style that they were playing with uh, at the time under offensive coordinator Joe Moorhead. It's not a coincidence that Joe Moorhead came in and Saquon Barkley exploded on the scene, uh, proved to be one of the best running backs in college football. And I know that he didn't get some of the accolades, as the top running back around the sport of college football. But I think when you look at Saquon Barkley, you look at a guy that has exemplified everything that is good in what you're looking for in a person, in a football player, in a representative of your university and your football program. 
And that continues to this day. I don't think anybody has ever said a bad word about Saquon Barkley. And that is a testament to the kind of character that he presents. But if we're talking just purely football, take a look at all the running backs that Penn State has had over the years. For the longest time, my favorite running back at Penn State was Kajana Carter. And honestly, I would still say that he is probably one of my favorite players at Penn State of all time, at least in the time that I've been watching. I started catching on to Penn State football right around when they joined the Big Ten. So, you know, obviously I'm aware of the history of this program and the importance of many of those running backs over the course of those years. Lydell Mitchell, Franco Harris, obviously John Capaletti. I, I understand that. <laughs> so uh, there have been... There have been tremendous running backs at Penn State. For my money, Kajana Carter, at least in the Big Ten era, for the longest time, was clearly the best running back that Penn State had. Until Saquon Barkley came along. Because I look at Saquon Barkley and you know I, I see the kind of explosiveness that Kajana Carter had, but I see more athleticism and I just see somebody that was more fit to play that position in today's game than anybody has ever been coming through this Penn State program playing the running back position. And to this day, I do think that the running back position is a pretty solid strength for Penn State. I know it was weird last season, and it's going to be very interesting going into next season, but I still look at the running back depth that they have. And they don't have a Saquon Barkley, but they've got some good running backs to rely on carrying the football. What makes Saquon Barkley so different is he was truly one of those rare breeds where <laughs> I don't know how to explain it, but he was just super strong. He's super agile and he could take off in, in any given moment. And it didn't matter how many defenders were around him. I remember one his touchdown run in the Rose Bowl. I think there were four USC defenders around him, maybe around the 40 yard line. And nobody should be able to score from that position. And he did. And that was the just one of the phenomenal highlights of Saquon Barkley's career at Penn State. He obviously had a number of them. But every key moment that Penn State had likely included Saquon Barkley in some way. Obviously, there was the Rose Bowl. There was the wheel route against Wisconsin. There's the hurdle against Iowa. Uh, you name it. Uh, there were so many big plays. And the one game that I always go back to. It was actually against Northwestern. It was the road game at Northwestern. And Northwestern made it their mission defensively to not appear on the Saquon Barkley highlight reel. It didn't matter what Penn State was trying to do. Northwestern was selling out to gobble up Saquon Barkley as much as possible. There were a number of runs behind the line of scrimmage where he was stopped, where he had no chance. As good as he is, there was no getting past what Northwestern was doing. They were sending everybody after Saquon Barkley to make sure that he was not going to be the guy that delivered that home run. And for a large majority of that game, Penn State looked like they were in trouble because they couldn't get that big play out of their big playmaker at running back. Until they finally did. And that was a testament. You know, Saquon Barkley eventually was able to break loose, found a little bit of a crack to work with, and exposed that to his advantage and took off for a touchdown. And that really helped not necessarily seal the game, uh, but really gave Penn State a much stronger chance to come out of Evanston with a win. And that was the thing. It doesn't matter how much you plan to stop Saquon Barkley. If he gets his opportunity, he is going to seize it. And I still, to this day, don't think that Penn State has had a player that's been capable of doing that in the Big Ten era. And I'm including 
Kajana Carter. I'm including uh, Curtis Enos and all the other running backs that have come around. Uh, and Miles Sanders, who was obviously very good in all of their own rights. You know, Curtis Enos, Miles Sanders, uh, all these running backs were really good. None of them were Kajana Carter. And none of them were Saquon Barkley. So I'm curious which way you would go with that. If you had to pick just one of those running backs, do you go to Kajana Carter or do you go to Saquon Barkley? Honestly, I don't think there's a wrong answer here. I do think that I would go with Saquon as much as I am a huge fan of Kajana Carter. I just remember the Saquon Barkley highlight of the Rose Bowl was not necessarily one of his touchdowns or one of his big runs. But it was the reaction of Kajana Carter, who I believe is in the Rose Bowl Hall of Fame, if I'm not mistaken from his performance in the 1995 Rose Bowl, uh, there is a famous screenshot that I have saved on my computer of Kajana Carter just looking in amazed uh, bewilderment after one of the plays by Saquon Barkley. That is the ultimate praise. So Kajana Carter, Saquon Barkley, I don't care which way you want to go. I'm going to give the nod to Saquon Barkley. And he is going to be my representative of of the most current generation of Penn State football, uh, the James Franklin era. And I don't think there's really any other exception there. Uh, So there you go. There is my Mount Rushmore of Penn State football. John Capaletti, Jack Ham, LeVar Arrington, Saquon Barkley. Let me know what your Mount Rushmore of Penn State football is. Hit us up on our Twitter account at LockedOnNittany. Don't forget to check us out on Facebook as well, facebook.com slash LockedOnNittany. You can also check us out on Instagram and on Twitch using the same username of LockedOnNittany. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you never miss a single episode. We are available on pretty much every podcasting platform out there, including Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Radio.com, of course, is the new big one. And we're on Amazon Music, Spotify. Really, wherever you're listening to podcasts these days, we're probably available on it. So make sure you're subscribed. Leave a rating. Leave a review. really helps us out as we continue to move forward. I'm Kevin McGuire, contributor to AthlonSports.com. Make sure you check out my recent posts of my reasons for optimism for Penn State. We also touched on it a little bit last week on the podcast. So if you want to go back and listen to that, you are for then welcome to do so. And let me know why you're optimistic about Penn State in 2021 and again make sure you let me know who is on your mount rushmore of penn state football you can follow me on twitter i'm at kevin on cfb and you can check me out on patreon at patreon.com slash kevin mcguire till next time everybody have a great day i'll talk to you all later